from the Diocese of Gallup. Welcome to Crozier Cast. I'm Director of Communications, Suzanne Hammonds, and as always with me is your host, Bishop James Wall. Bishop Wall, how are you today? I'm doing well, Suzanne. How are you? Good. Uh, very good. So we wanted to talk about the November annual bishops meeting, and this is something that um, happens every year. There's one in June and there's one in November, correct? Yeah, two, two times a year we have the bishops meeting. The November meeting is always in Baltimore, and then the June meeting, with the exception of last year, but the June meeting uh, moves around uh, the country and different dioceses will host us. And so what is on the agenda for November? I know last year was um, very unique because it was the first meeting after all the revelations about um, McCarrick. So can you tell us a little bit about, it's been about a year since all of that, so what do you expect is, is going to, what are the main things? Well, the biggie that everyone talks about is this is an election year. It's yeah. kind of serves just like any country, an election year is a very, very important time. And so uh, Cardinal DiNardo has been our president for, the, I believe, the last three years. And um, prior to that, he served as uh, vice president for three years of the conference. And so this year, we have 10 names, 10 bishops, who we are voting on uh, for the presidency. Uh, generally what happens is the vice president gets elected. Um, the, the, we'll move up into the, as president, which works out well because he's served for three years. He, he knows how it works and how it functions. And um, so that generally what happens. And our vice president this year, last three years, have been Archbishop Jose Gomez for the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. And then um, once the president is chosen from those 10 names, the remaining nine names are voted on as the vice president. And again, those terms are, are three-year terms. So that's, that's the biggie. It, it, like I said, it would be similar to we're looking forward to the elections in 2020. Um, so it's, it's, it's similar to that. But obviously it's... Uh, sometimes people see the U.S. Bishops Conference as equal to, you know, like the way the United States government runs, but it's it's not that at all. So it's it's different. I'll talk about that a little later. So that's a that's a big thing on the on the docket this year. We're also going to talk about uh, there's a program for priestly formation, uh, PPF, and we have the sixth edition coming out. We're always fine tuning it, and um, so we're going to be looking at that this year. Uh, the Liturgy of the Hours, which whenever somebody, it's the official ch uh, prayer of the church. And so whenever someone's ordained, they make a promise to pray the Liturgy of the Hours each day for the rest of their lives. And we'll be looking at uh, the hymns that are placed in the, in the Liturgy of the Hours. And it looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about some of the ones that we have. I think another big thing that we're looking at, too, is religious uh, freedom, religious liberty. That's always something that's important because it, um, as time goes on and our country becomes and the world becomes more and more secular, this is something that we struggle with uh, quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, it looks like you also have, there's some things on the agenda about, you know, family and marriage and um, human life and dignity. So we always have um, what we call our initiatives for the, the conference. And uh, the initiative, the cycle of the initiatives that we're in right now is uh, 2017 to 2020. And we're, our, we're working on our next cycle of initiatives, which would be what, 2021 to, or 2020 or uh, to 2023, something like that. 
but um, we're already working on those initiatives right now. And so there's a lot of input that, that comes to this. We want to make sure that we run smoothly, that we have kind of our base initiatives, which the bishops all vote on and, and put forward, and so that we're not kind of all over the place. So it helps us to run smoothly. So the cycle that we're in right now in terms of our priority initiatives, and this doesn't limit us in the, kind of the scope of our work, our evangelization, I mean, that's very key, uh, family and marriage, human life and dignity, vocations and ongoing formation, and then finally, one I already mentioned, uh, religious freedom. Those help us to really stay on task. And so we have the whole body of bishops, but within the body of bishops, we also have uh, different committees and subcommittees, and the people that make up those committees are, are different bishops uh, from around the United States. And so each of the committees use those five um, those uh, priority initiatives, use those five priority initiatives also to guide their work. So for example, I, I chair a subcommittee, and the subcommittee that I chair is the Native American Affairs. And even in the Native American Affairs, we let these um, three priorities, evangelization, family, marriage, life, human life, dignity, vocations, ongoing formation, religious freedom, we allow those to guide us. Um, it doesn't limit us, but we allow these to guide us. In, in the work that we do. So if there was something, if there were to be something that came up that was very, very important and that somehow we're not a part of this, we would still be able to do work on it. But these are the initiatives that we do. So because I'm the chair of the subcommittee, um, that automatically puts me onto a committee. And the committee that I'm on is cultural diversity. We have people who are chairs of the subcommittee for Hispanic affairs, um, you know, uh, uh, African American, uh, so different different committees like that. So that's that's one. I've served on a, a number of other ones too. It's good work. It's really good work, and it, it really, when you look at it, it really helps us to make sure that the mission of the church continues and is strong here in the United States. There's strength in numbers. Yeah, and I think it. I kind of want to give a little shout out too. So um, a couple of the goals here talks about you know fostering the mission of the church and. Um, it's not just always for Catholics, but um, a month or so, maybe it's more like two months now, you were contacted by NPR specifically because you're on a committee, correct? I was, I was. So they were, they were doing a story on same-sex unions on different reservations because some reservations permit of it, permit it some re reservations don't. Some reservations seem to kind of be in the middle. And so a, a good interview with a, a wonderful lady and uh, very respectful to church and, and her um, her teaching. I, I don't know if she agreed with it or not, but she was very respectful. I had a good conversation with her, and it was concerning this, this topic. So that doesn't necessarily talk about just Catholics. Mm -hmm. That talks about, you know, we're talking about all Native Americans on different reservations. So, but, you know, I bring a unique perspective, I think, as a uh, bishop, in a diocese has the highest um, percentage of Native Americans in it, and we have a good portion of Native American Catholics, and we were established as a diocese with a primary mission and ministry to minister to and amongst the Native Americans. So I kind of bring a, that, that perspective to that, 
And again, I was I was asked because I chair that subcommittee. Yeah, so I thought that was neat that they'd kind of done their research like that. And uh, we'll link in our show notes for anybody listening. We'll link to that interview too if anyone's interested. You can find it on NPR's website. Um, all right. So, are there is there anything in particular you're looking forward to next week? Any day? Well, Tuesdays. Tuesday is election day, <laughs> just like in our country, and it, it's a pretty exciting day. It really is. It's it's just. We have every, you know, every year we have elections and we'll have them for committee chairs Mm -hmm. and things like that. But every three years, things get really exciting. Like in our country, every four years, it gets really exciting. We have the off year, the end where it's kind of exciting. But yeah, yeah, when we elect a president, it's pretty exciting. It's a lot of fun. So, you know, one of the things that we want to do, because we don't want to make this a political exercise. We really want to make sure that this is the, the mission and the work of the church. One of the things we do is we we prayerfully consider the names and we pray about the names and ask for the guidance of the Holy Spirit in uh, in our election as we cast our ballots. And you know there there it's a secret ballot, so nobody knows. You know Bishop Wall voted for this person or this bishop voted for this bishop or didn't vote for this bishop. Those are those are all um, those are all confidential. Yeah. And if, if anybody's interested, too, there will be, again, linked in our, our show notes, There's um, they do a live stream, not for everything, but for a lot of it. And then we recommend, um, if you just want to catch up on the news, Catholic News Agency always has a team there, and they do really great coverage. You can, you can watch the elections live. Yeah. It's so, pretty exciting. Pretty interesting. <laughs> and it doesn't take nearly as long as it does take our country, yeah. where you have to go to bed and wake up the next yeah. day to find out who won. <laughs> um. Now, on the, I guess probably some people will be wondering, is there going to be any ongoing or continuing talk about um, safe environment protections or any... Safe environment protections is always one of the, the, the uh, most important topics that we have. So we will continue to look at providing a safe environment for, for um, children and, and young people. Uh, we'll be uh, working on the document that came out last year. We'll continue to work on that document. It came out last year concerning bishops, and so that's all. That's there is there is a there is a committee uh, specifically dealing with that work. So that there's ongoing that that continues to move forward. Yeah, and I I think it's important too to note that between the last meeting and this one, um, part of the um, I guess organization and the initiatives have been implemented because there was a bishop now that has been disinvited. Um, there has. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, we had a bishop who was removed last year. More and more things have come out against him since. And um, it's, it's public. It's uh, Bishop Bransfield. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and so, yeah, we, we, uh, he was disinvited from that meeting. Yeah. So it's always ongoing. And, again, um, there's always news you can find on a Catholic news agency, like we said, is always the best for that. Um, okay, so you, earlier you mentioned that, so it's kind of similar to how they hold elections. It's similar to the United States government in that they hold elections on Tuesday and it's uh, and things like that. But you said it's dissimilar in a lot of ways. And so how is that? And so sometimes uh, people will say they're almost like these, these parallel organizations. They mirror one another. You know, United States government and the U.S. You know, United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. But it, it's, it's not that way at all. What it really helps us to do is it helps us to not only foster uh, cooperation amongst um, dioceses within a conference, and we're the Conference of the United States. But it also, in a sense, kind of helps us to 
uh, bring different bishops together on different committees, and that helps us so that you're not one diocese doing all of these things, but we're uh, kind of a gathering of a number of dioceses, um, and we can draw from people with different expertise. But each, like I said, each um, bishop in his own diocese essentially is sovereign in his own diocese. So it, it, it doesn't, although we use terms like president and uh, vice president, and we use things like chair of this committee and that committee, things that we would hear in Congress, and um, it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't work that same way in terms of a uh, bishop being autonomous in his own diocese. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, are there any other events, any specific um, you know, meetings or topics you're specifically looking forward to besides the voting? Well, yeah, I, I think it, when we have discussions on things such as the uh, Liturgy of the Hours, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's been a long time coming. I think there has been some very unsingable songs and, uh, and, and that, that weren't even a part of our tradition, the tradition of the church. And now, and, and even the, the, some of the lyrics that we use were really not really reflective of the, uh, the theology of the church. And some of the lyrics were kind of a dumbing down of the theology of the church. So I think what we're presented with is much, much better. And so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. Again, we're, we're always looking uh, program for priestly formation, this being the sixth edition. We're always looking at ways to fine tune that because that is so essential and so important because that's really the future leadership of the church. We talk about the, the men who are in formation as, as future priests. So we want to make sure that they're getting good, solid formation and that they're, they're properly prepared for those who are ordained for service in the church. I would say those two things are the things that are really on my uh, radar and maybe in, in stuff that we, we generally don't look at, um, but you know, the safe environment is always, is always at the top of our list, top of my list as well. Yeah. And do you have any specifics about the, the priestly life? Because I know we've seen you know, vocations awareness and things like that is, is a big concern for the future of the church. So are there... I mean, what kind of changes have you seen in the time that you've been part of the conference? So they're talking about adding that, what do they call a propedeutic year. This is coming from Rome. And, uh, for example, uh, a seminarian who would go to a place such as St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in um, Philadelphia or St. John Vianney Seminary in Denver, which we use, uh, they have a year called the SY year, the spirituality year. And it's a year that's really focused on prayer. Uh, because we can't assume that someone coming into the seminary today has a really strong prayer life. We can, we can assume that they have a prayer life, but we really can't assume that they have a strong prayer life. And so what we want to do is we want to give them that year to focus solely on prayer. And for example, at, at, at St. Uh, John Vianney in um, Denver, they also use that year to, uh, to read through the catechism. It's not a year of, of formal classwork. You know, they want this year to, to look different than the other years. So it's not a year of formal classwork, but they, they do read the catechism. They do, in a sense, study it. And that's the other thing. We can't, I think we can't assume that a gentleman coming into the seminary this year is, is properly catechized. And, um, and so that will give them also, also an opportunity to, to be properly catechized before going on to 
studies in philosophy or studies in theology. So I think that's that's that would be an example of one thing that that we're we're looking at and how it is that we're going to implement implement that in the different seminaries across the United States. Awesome. All right. Um, anything else that you want, would like people to know about the the conference? Two things I would say: pray for your bishops, pray for all of them. This is really good work, and it's it's necessary work, and it's the work of the church here in the United States. Uh, so I'd say that that's really really important. Um, and then the second is is to stay up to date on the issues. You can watch it live. You can read all the information as you mentioned. A great resource is Catholic News Agency, and they they put out really good balanced um, reporting on the conference. So I, I would uh, I would highly encourage you to do that. Um, we're going to get together. We're going to have meetings. We're going to pray together. The highlight of the day is always mass. So we're 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 going to have mass. We'll, we'll offer mass together, and uh, the intention is that we can continue to move forward and carry out the mission of the church here in the United States. We're not the American church. We're the Catholic church in the United States. And that's that's what's key because we're a part of the universal church, uh, the Catholic church. Great. All right, well, thanks, Bishop Wall. And um, like I said, any, any of those resources we mentioned, find them down in our show notes or just go to uh, the USCCB website to find the direct live streaming link. So thanks again, Bishop Wall. Great, thanks, Suzanne. God bless.